Hello and welcome to Key Vikes After Hours. This is the bonus episode uh, recorded from episode 109. 109 actually had a one hour, 42 minute runtime. And so because you didn't really want to have people sit down and listen for an almost two hour podcast, we're splitting it up for your enjoyment. So the first episode, 109, talked mostly about the Hikino experience and some reflections and even about the earthquakes that happened back in 2018. But this episode, we're going to go a little bit more into why people join K-Vikes such as Mitchell and Richard. And we talk about the process of why things got to go from good to great and how their team from Hikino um, had to learn how to meet it. I also talk about where K-Vikes TV can improve on and we can also see the point of the morning bulletin but also why KVX TV is split up into departments. So thank you very much for coming back to listen, and please enjoy. KVX is pretty much a huge community of people being the same friend group. And, you know... Not really. Not from an an advisor point down. There's there's a lot of separation in in KVX TV at the moment. It's all a bunch of small groups that look like it's one big group. Yeah. It is. The only thing that unifies them is video production. So, yeah. um, or broadcasting. For me, I joined KVikes because I really want to, I love video production. Like, my uncle is a direct, is a producer. Not my actual biological uncle, but he's my auntie's friend, husband. And it sounds like Cat, but he said that he produced the hangovers. And I looked up to him. I was like, I want to be like him. When K-Mikes came up to me, you know, I still remember that dream. I kind of want to do that again. And so when I heard you guys were going broadcast broadcasting, I was super excited. But, you know, I was pretty introverted because of quarantine. So when I joined, I was pretty shy and I forgot to ask about it. And when Twitter came up, I was like, oh, trust. I forgot to ask. So I rushed into the room and asked her. Well, during that day, it became the anchor at the same time. I all stayed for the community, but when I saw Hikino open it up, I was stuff for Hikino since one. Hikino is a program I watched on TV when I was like younger, and I liked watching the videos from the schools. And so I, I was like, "Yeah, I want to do it." And that's the reason why I'm in K Bike still, because I really want video, like cool that's a really such a touching story i love that so your uncle produced your your auntie sister whatever bunkle friend worked on the hangover movies yes that is cool yeah definitely yeah cool yeah i believe Mitchell, you have the great potential and aptitude for being a producer you just gotta work on a couple things so that's okay we're gonna give you every opportunity but yeah that's pretty cool you watch hikino growing up that's also fun can you imagine like is oh my god i get a chance to make something for them and it might seem very intimidating, but really it's like, oh my god. Hikino is all about deadlines, and it's all about good to great. So that's why the feedback that I gave to you guys during your production filming, I hear a lot of clicking from Tripod right now. It's um, oh, it's exactly the same process that would have happened. So the, like, the biggest reason why I kept asking for reshoots, re-edits, rewrites, was because I want to honor your guys' work to the point where... It has to place, you know, like I could have just left your original idea and your original footage and your original edit. Could you just let it go, you know? But then 
I, in my mind, in my own personal opinion, looking at the thing, in my heart, I felt like this isn't going to place. Yeah. And it's tough. It's a very tough call to make because, um, like, you want your students to succeed. And I believe you guys succeeded either way because you actually demonstrated skills that you didn't have coming into it, which is very, very impressive. But I really wanted you guys to succeed. And what I think was frustrating for me was that, um, I mem- remember, there was no question on commitment. It was just understanding the importance of the event. Like, I said at the beginning, before during signups, that this is going to be a weekend event. And that you're probably going to be here late. But yet, people still left 5 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock is still early for Hiki, no. Because it's a four-day challenge. I know how long it takes to make a real video. And it's going to take way... It takes way longer than four four days. Yeah. So, it's... Oh, um, Luke. Go ahead. I like to say, next Hiki No Challenge, I'll be staying full-time since I um, told my grandma that I want to stay there full-time. I could just, like, um, get dinner dropped off. You couldn't off. have just told her that for this challenge? Uh, she wanted me to come home. But she thought it was like, no, as I, yeah, like legit, we are, every single challenge has, we've left past midnight always. And it made it, it made the work 10 times harder when you guys all left early. It made it for King James, the fact that his, uh, one of his teammates couldn't come because of his ride situation, right? That killed them on Saturday. And then of course, Kalani didn't make it on Friday. I that that killed you guys. And then, uh, even though Kalani was, is a pretty skilled editor at Morning Bulletin, I think, because uh, his first mm-hmm. one was really good, he wasn't yet ready for like editing a video, a movie, a, f- a short film. So, like, all, and like, and when Kalani did edit Morning Bulletin, everything else was done for him ingesting, renaming, slides, transitions, right? He had a director to help guide him as to where things go. But, like, no one was there when he had to edit. Which made it even more difficult. So, my reflection on this entire experience for this past weekend was: this is the most rough weekend of Hikino ever for me. Like, I had, not only did I have to balance two teams, I also had to, um, like, and I, I even said it: like, I want you guys to learn as much as you can before the challenge, because you're gonna need it, right? How to use a camera, how to edit, how to write stories. The entire week of Hikino training that was given to you guys a week ago. Which, the observation, no one seemed to be really paying attention to, right? Which upset me as well, is just, was very, very important. And it would have helped if people did give their all, you know, to the whole process. So, honestly, I believe Hikino is going to be the one thing that's going to keep Kivex, like, um, you know, in the game. Because we, we already have our own niche. We we have, we're, we're in control of the social media we have broadcasting, we have website, right? We already excel in those three things. Yeah, but we what we don't, and we do excel at some special events, right? But that's with the advisors only. Yeah, that's advisor directed content. The one thing that we haven't yet proved ourselves is news journalism. We, we, we won third place, we won honorable mention, but we've never gone higher than those. And I believe we can. So we're going to be bringing the Hikino style of, of learning, of doing things to Kvikes, but we have to find the balance between fulfilling the morning bulletin duties, doing, continuing to make content for the website, social media, 
having that balance of needing people to broadcast, yeah, but also man- now managing everyone's schedules because there's sports and jobs involved now. Like it's where where KVX to me is a job. It's we you don't know, we may not pay everyone, right? But it's the same level of experience that you would get at a sport. It's and it has even more wider opportunities because it actually has practical job opportunities for people. A lot of people were able to enter with other external companies and also be able to get scholarships to KVX. So that's why I believe it's like the one thing that if people are really passionate about it, they'll actually help them succeed. So I have nothing against sports because that's our bread and butter. We love broadcasting sports, but we do love the kids who find time to balance between sports and KVX because that means they're passionate, that they're willing to give up um, and make time for things they're passionate about, like their sports, like their job, like their like their club. Yeah. So it's, it's about those who, um, what, we, what we're trying to do now is identify those kids who are just here because of the people and like given opportunities to actually do something and they're available, but not take it. And they, they use their other thing as an excuse. Yeah. That's who we're concerned about now. So we'll be looking for those people. So, yeah. Well, are there people in this podcast like that? I don't think so. No. So, All of us are committed for a reason. We want to come here for... Actually, Richard, what's your what, what's your reason to come to Gate Wipes? Um, your mom. Very true. That is literally <laughs> my reason. I wrote on my application the reason. Your mom. That's why he was chosen. Exactly. He's the chosen one. <laughs> For real. The man. actual reason was because um, Quebec seemed to be like really involved in the school. And I wanted to get more involved than I already was with the the school, and like try to help um, do what I can for like the teachers and stuff. You're so funny. like before, <laughs> you're in what now? Before. You're in Key Club band. Are you in SA technically, or are you just with Ma on that one? I'm just with Ma. I haven't joined SA yet. Soon to come. (laughs) Soon to come? That's (laughs) ominous. You know the SA people have to dance, right? Um, Wait, we get to see Richard dance? You should do it. You should do it, Richard. Yeah, do it. Do it, Richard. Do it, Richard. Zoom in on you you and King James. Uh, Yes. uh, Yes. uh. And then I'm like in tennis too. Sorry, whenever I think about tennis, I I remember Tots. <laughs> he too was so bold to say he'll play tennis his freshman and sophomore year. <sighs> I'm learning. I would uh-huh. play tennis. Just one more year, Luke. But what, Nathan? <laughs> I'm, like after playing it for seven years, all of like the the driving stuff kind of just died down. I see. Tennis. Tennis, Tennis. man. I think I'm more (laughs) disappointed about the fact that it's not a really easily broadcastable sport for us. Yeah. Like, if you know what's funny? If we were YKL High School, 
right? We would have so many opportunities to broadcast, right? Because a lot of events happens there, right? But like, no, we had to have like not 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 a real baseball court or football field or tennis court on campus. They have to go all play somewhere else, right? I mean, technically, you could count football as well at Wong Stadium as an exception, but it's also like it's a real stadium, so there's a lot of space and there's power. Right, except for like a park, like tennis. Yeah, it's yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So going back to our topic of like like oh what we do right it's um we we do I I do believe that it's possible for everyone to get involved in video production, and I feel that that should be our primary drive for Keybikes, because as people get used to the video production process. When an opportunity like Hiki No comes up, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I did this already. I can do it. Yeah, I know how to use the camera. I know how to write. I know how to storyboard. Yeah. And then it also, like, um, but the, the, I think the biggest challenge that we're going to have for doing video production is finding subjects, stories, you know? Like, we're already struggling now to come up with content for the morning bulletin. I, I hate redundancy. I hate repetitiveness. But... Like, we have nothing. If not, the bulletin is going to be, good morning, Vikings. Here's today's lunch. Bye now. Um, and, oh, that would be pretty cool, though. Um, it just, we don't want to make KVX irrelevant to the point where teachers stop playing it. Unless they're already not. But that's like, yeah, they should be playing it. Like, for example, we had messages, right? We had the principal on the last two days, right? To talk about um, what's happening on campus. So... All the fights. Yeah. That's Bulls. why we were trying to move our medium for announcements off of off of dependency from the Morning Bulletin. It has to... Morning Bulletin legit do, um, does talk to the kids, but we need to have other ways. Like, even social media doesn't seem to be working. Yeah, like, we have no clue. That's why we, the only thing we can do is do our best by having everything posted everywhere that we can. Yeah, short of emailing the kids, but of course we know they won't check that. Um, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's really a huge challenge. Like communicating with people is a huge challenge. It's um, so we got to do our part on that. But yeah, it's kind of like the only way. And like I think uh, Ma would bring this up too. Is yeah, like no one checks like text messages. No one checks uh, emails, and so. Like, Kind of the only way you can really contact people is by directly calling them. Yeah, and, so, and sometimes they don't even answer that, so it's just really hard. Mm-hmm. That's why we're we don't in my my in my mind we're not. Whenever we make something for the morning bulletin, whenever we put something out on social media, it's not for those people who don't who want to be who who decide to remain ignorant. Yeah, we're not doing that for those people. We're doing it for the people who are actively searching for this information and then giving it yeah. to them. Yeah. Um, it's it's really strange. Like when you think about any other thing, right? Like a job or college, right? We get to the point where we take it we take communicating with them so seriously where people are signing up for newsletters to see to learn to hear more about it yeah like oh like the news the college board thing in a way yeah like but like like i've seen students 
communicate with their universities and their employers way better than they do for school. Yeah. Like oh, it's like for our school. Um, like growing up, right? Parents are so involved in their kids' education. Like elementary school, middle school even, right? They're like if something goes wrong, they go look it up and see hey it was wrong. Yeah. And then like you come to our school and it's like eh. The yeah, um man. Oh, I they, they complain about like um yeah, well, actually, you know, those are, I, I'm, I don't want to talk about about the people because those are the people who are actually lo- looking at their content. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, our, our really, our job is to, um, it's, it's all like a thing. It's like it's, it's basically everything we do is a huge disclaimer. Yeah, like for one thing, we can't a, a student cannot blame the school for not knowing about something if we've done our part to actually tell them. You know. Yeah. So, if a kid misses the chance to go take the ASVAB because they weren't listening to the bulletin or checking their, you know, social media, but mostly the bulletin because it's that's that's something that's part of our rituals and routines. We, we did that for we hmm? had that for like a month or so. What ASVAB? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Um, but but like the the whole thing about that is like the 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 main point of what I'm trying to say is. Well, now what is the point? <laughs> I guess so the point. If um uh, a student can't complain that they didn't know something, if right. we okay, here, are here. able to tell them, the reason why it has to be on the bulletin, and we can't just stop the bulletin, is because we can't expect everyone to be on social media. Because not everyone has a cell phone, not everyone has a social media account, but everyone has a teacher and that teacher should have the means of playing the bulletin and the bulletin is the first five minutes of the day according to the bell schedule which is why we can say with certainty that if we if the information made it onto the bulletin we've done our job to tell the kid yeah so the kid does miss it then it's like that means they miss an entire bulletin right and then on top of that they could give the excuse of oh my period two teacher doesn't play it right like the the counter to that is that it's on YouTube. It's also on period one. We have the same yeah. announcements repeated during for two days, all new announcements, and then when they're relevant again, we announce it again. And then they could say, "Oh, but I don't have a period one, so I don't watch it." It's like, well, you have YouTube, right? Is it you don't even need an account for YouTube? So, oh, but and then they could say, "Oh, but I don't have a computer at home," but you have a computer in class. Yeah. Right, and um, I'm pretty sure when you're not doing your classwork, you can take a look at the bulletin. You don't even have to watch it; just read it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's it's that, and that's why like we have like this huge thing on communication. So I think we're doing a good job. We're we're communicating. We're doing our job to get that done. Morning bulletin. We are posting it to the website. Um, the next thing to do now that um is to start getting people to post it. Like having students post it to the websites and also having students post it to social media. So once and then also to the app. Once those things are done, then we've then everyone is now trained for key bikes on how to communicate with their with their people. Then we can mm. move on to other things like video production. Cause um like in the end, like the whole goal of key bikes two years ago before the pandemic, um, we assigned these things called news desks. And what they're supposed to do is 
every single morning bulletin announcement is separated into who it is. So the thing about like when you watch the news, you had the weatherman, you had the sportsman, you had like report special reporters. Yeah. Right? Like and then yeah. you know if it's this person, it's gonna be sports. If you know it's this person, you know it's weather. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were okay, so now we, we wanted to do that. So, okay, so if it's this person, they're all counseling announcements. If it's this person, it's sports. If it's this person, it's essay. You know what I mean? Then people just um kind of get an idea as to who they are. And so whenever they see them, they're like, okay, so what's new for counseling or athletics? Yeah. Yeah. So now uh, with those people in charge, the news desk officers, they would create what we call featured content. So for example, they would take that announcement. Let's just use college visitation as an example. Um, let's say this college is visiting. They would then go make a video about that. They would, they, they would go look at the college, give information about the college and say, if you're interested in this university, Please come on this day to this time. Yeah, like they would actually go make a video about it. Mm. So that that's what we're trying to do. So like if you have an athletics news desk again, right? Then that person could be with a photographer and a videographer at the games, recording, taking pictures, and then making a quick highlight reel about it. Yeah. It's every opportunity to create a video we're trying to give. So or even like even announcements for for athletics. So that that's we're getting back up to that point. Right now, we're trying to get Morning Bulletin perfected. That way, um, advisor can just take a hand, our hands off of it and then just start training others. Yeah. So that that's that's why we're, so, we're focusing so much on training the same people over and over again. Yeah, different anchors, but like at least the crew is the same people. Then they just get really, really good. And that's why, yeah. like, the huge change, we, we, we're using all new kids for Morning Bulletin. It's because I know in the end, I'm going to need the older kids... To help me take the lead in the videos, so that that's yeah. that's the goal. So you split up K bikes into several different departments now. Oh yeah, I mean it already is split up, but it all goes back to studios. Oh, and in the end, yeah. um, because studios is our primary thing, and also broadcasting, that's why administrative is set up and interactive media is set up, because um, like a lot. Honestly, like interactive media only exists because of people's availability. Oh, like yeah. if if no hmm. if they're not available after school, right? If they if they do interactive media, they can do it at home or remotely. Yeah, like when it comes to posting things on the websites or taking pictures yeah. and editing them, reporting, it's all that can all can be done remotely. And then of course, administrative is to support all the other things, right? Like, do you have enough equipment? Is there equipment available? Do we have snacks for the crew? Do we have pe- enough people for the projects? Yeah, that's that's the whole point of that department. So that about wraps it up for this bonus episode of KBIS After Hours. Thank you so much for listening. Um, after all that's being said and done, this entire team, this Higino you know, How To team, they won honorable mention in their round. So really good job. Congratulations to Mitchell, Kalani, and Richard. Great job. And of course, and hopefully soon we get to interview the Hikino Reflection team who placed first in their category. So congratulations to King James Clarence Hots. So thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Please follow our podcast on our website, kvicv.info, now that it works. Thank you and have a good day.